0: Hey, y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, we're back with episode 325 of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So, thank you for listening, boo friends and homies. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears For the last six and a half years, over the last 300 plus episodes, whenever you felt like it, and I really appreciate it. It feels good to be low-key OG in this podcasting space. It's been fun to connect with people across the globe and just talk my stuff about living life as healthily and as practically and as happy as possible, even despite some of the obstacles that we go through in life. As you know, life is fluid, you know? So if you have not gotten my Regret Zero checklist, stop sleeping. I've talked about this 10 times already. Do not sleep. Get yours, Okay. Click the link in my show notes or go to innerpeaceposse.com forward slash checklist to get your checklist on my easy to follow. Step by step thing you should do in order to live a regrets free life. I can't wait to start teaching this to people in a very um, homegirl style way, because, you all know, I love teaching and doing workshops and stuff. I haven't done one in a while. I think it's been about not, not quite a year, but I haven't done. Oh, wait. Nope. I did do one. (laughs) Never mind. I actually did a workshop in January. Oops. It feels like forever because I love doing them so much. But um, I have a lot of great things to share with folks and I want to start working with people to really help them achieve the transformation that they deserve. But in the meantime, though, definitely click the link in my show notes and get that checklist. I'm ready to help change some of y'all lives, too. Stay tuned for that. But this episode, I want to be very um, clear I don't know if people are buying into cuffing season anymore in terms of that being a thing where, you know, everyone's kind of free and they're breaking up with their booze that they had during the winter. And now they're just going to play the field and date. And then come fall time, they start locking in. Then they keep someone warm for the winter, only to break up with them again during um, <laughs> springtime. It's that casual dating piece that I think a lot of people are getting tired of, especially as they get older. <laughs> They're like, uh-uh, I can't keep doing all this. I just want one person. I, I'm not trying to keep, I, I don't have another talking stage in me. I didn't heard people say that. They're like, look, I can't do another talking stage. I can't do this. So I wanted to make an episode about five rules of engagement when it comes to attraction right dating and things or just you know just cultivating that kind of energy and this is all within my course of experience because y'all know if it's, if it's one thing I love to be an expert of it is in my course of experience so I just wanted to lay this on y'all and see uh, if someone can benefit from these because if it's one thing I'm very good at doing It is attracting and it is repelling, okay? So (laughs) I've had some very easy and hard lessons (laughs) that's helped me with this. So lesson number one, attractions have expiration dates. Do not assume that the attraction is lifelong or long-term, okay? Because then you're going to sleep on somebody. You're going to think that, oh, okay, they're going to always be around. And then you're going to get your act together. And you're going to try to come back, and that person not going to want you. I'm speaking from experience. Because I am that person who is the one that's like, out of respect for me and my situation, I'm not going to entertain you because I'm happy where I'm at. Or I'm a person that's like, you know what, I was so turned off in the past, that ship has sailed, okay? We are good. Um, God bless. Take care. I hope you do the best in life. But I'm not trying to see you like that anymore. And I want people to understand that. And I have noticed too, with ego games, too, where I notice people will play is they'll think that because somebody wants them in the past, that people want them forever more, and they'll brag on that. Oh, I could have had him. I could have had her. They was in my DMs. They was this, that, and the other. I used to talk to them. Blah 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 blah. But can you talk to them now? Can you be with them now? Will they reply to your DMs now? Do they want to be with you now? Like it's like it, it's it's not a flex. It's not a flex. If you did not capitalize on the attraction, you didn't want it for whatever reason or you weren't able to handle it for whatever reason. Some people don't have capacity and that's OK. But where I think we get lost at is when we start acting like that's a badge of honor, knowing that they probably moved on and knowing that you probably can't get that pass in the future. Some people think that those season passes, those one day passes in life, there are lifetime passes. And a lot of times those passes expire and they feel stupid when after all of that flexing to other people about how they could have had this person, or how they used to have this person. I mean, we don't even know sometimes why people deal with us when they deal with us. Like sometimes, and I can speak again from personal experience. I may have entertained somebody when I was at my absolute lowest. That ain't no flex. That's not a flex to say, oh, she was attracted to me or I was talking to her or dating her when she was at her absolute lowest, when I didn't have better standards, when I wasn't sure what I wanted. That's not the flex that people think it is. Imagine somebody saying that and then it's like, oh, well, you do know I was going through a depression at that time. Right. I kind of was just taking what I was just kind of entertaining anything. And what I've noticed a lot as well in some of the folks that I've helped in, in a coaching sense is that a lot of times their relationships that they got into, it was just something to do. So it's like imagine people flexing about how this person wanted them or this person was trying to be with them only to find out that they was really just something to do. And they might have been at their lowest point, too. It was just like, whatever. (laughs) Okay, well, I I guess. (laughs) Don't be the person that ends up being the I guess person, okay? Don't be the person where you got to flex and you feel like you doing something until you realize that you really wasn't as high valued as you thought you was. We don't have to do that. Um, I, I don't know. Like I've just never been a fan of blasting people that are genuine with their attractions and things like that just for the sake of it i don't know i I see it happen sometimes where folks just have to put folks on blast that are coming at folks respectfully wanting attention and things of that nature it's just like that's just really unnecessary but remember all expirations you know they're they're all there are expiration dates for crushes and attractions all right so please do not embarrass yourself we're gonna talk more about embarrassment um later on the episode But rule number two, there is a difference between crushing and stalking. So know the difference. There may be resistance to the persistence. Okay, Um, the days of wearing people down, especially as society continues to see how folks cannot handle rejection. Those days, I think, are starting to fade out because if it's one thing people want to be left with when it comes to the current state of affairs in society is people want to be left alone. When they don't want to be bothered, okay? So when someone is saying no, respecting the no might be the best thing to do because we're getting to a, a stage where people are not able to handle no. And now folks are being put in positions to defend themselves all because they don't want to return advances from people who just can't take the no. At that point, what is it really about? When someone says no or I'm no thank you or I'm flattered, but no, I'm seeing somebody or whatever it is that isn't yes, I want to connect with you, yes, I'll sleep with you, yes, I want your phone number, yes, let's let's start dating. What possesses people to say, you know what, I heard that, but I don't care what they say, I'm still gonna try anyway. Do you hear how that sounds? Where someone is clearly saying, I don't want a relationship with you. I don't want to talk to you like that. I'm sorry, I'm attracted to somebody else. I'm married. I'm in a relationship or I'm going through a divorce. I don't have the capacity. Whatever it is. I'm working on myself. I'm on my healing journey. What is it about people that just hear those things and still feel like they should still pursue a person because of their feelings about why they want to win? Because to me, it's about winning at that point. You cannot... Tell me otherwise. Why else would a person who supposedly cares and wants to be with this other person so bad deliberately ignore someone's wishes that that state for them not to entertain them like that? Unless you have an ego thing, you must want to win. Either you got some chemically, you know, what I'm saying that's not balanced, or either it's a it's a it's a real ego issue, or it's an issue of you having a problem with rejection, which still goes back to ego. I just wonder about that, and I just don't want nobody gaining any kind of you know. Temporary restraining orders, permanent restraining orders on their record. That's a really unnecessary thing to have over that, at least over somebody telling you they don't want to date you. Now, what doesn't qualify? Well, no, it could qualify to a degree. All that story stalking. Don't do it. It's embarrassing because now you out here knowingly putting yourself out there as a story stalker. You know folks be watching their stories. Don't be that person constantly looking at pages, looking for confirmation, looking for all kind of stuff. Is he seeing her? Is he seeing him? Is, are is they with each other? Is that his house in the background? Don't do that. That's corny. That's so corny. Even if they were over there, what you going to do? You're going to stay home because if you go over there, you're going to jail. So don't do it. Leave them people alone. Go find you somebody that want to be with you. Don't put yourself in the law enforcement's hands over something stupid like that. Just don't. Just don't. Don't resist the rejection. Just accept it and realize that it's okay. That just means that person is not aligned for you. Imagine wanting someone who don't want you and keep telling you they don't want you. That's wild. Anyway, rule number three, be honest about your intentions. If you want something casual, say that. If you want something like building towards a relationship and you're in the market for that, because at the end of the day, you don't have another talking stage in you. Say that. <laughs> if you want something monogamous, say that. If you want something polygamous, say that. If you want something that allows you to do your thing or whatever, whatever it is that you want going on, say that. Because a lot of problems stem from not having the conversation. Y'all know how it go during holidays. Every holiday season, I always tell y'all, between November. That 4th Thursday in November between Christmas, between New Year's and Valentine's. If you know me very well off this this microphone, if you've been following Spiritual Homegirl for many years, even last year, you'll know. I'm about having conversations before somebody get their feelings hurt. Because you deserve clarity. That person deserves clarity. And people deserve clarity to know what exactly they're going to do with the information they have. That's unfair to have people leading, um, being led on thinking that they're going to have something knowing that that's not what you want to do. And that's unfair for you to be led on knowing that that person that you're putting energy and emotional investment in does not see you in that situation the way you see them in that situation. It's just unfair. and We're adults. We can't punish each other for how we feel. We shouldn't. We have the right to feel what we feel. We have the right to choose what relationship type we want to. And we have the right to conduct ourselves ethically when it comes to communicating that. And most importantly, once we have that information, we have the right to make the choice that best suits us. So please, have the conversation. Please be upfront and honest with what you want. A lot of times, I see a lot of people get their feelings hurt. And I've I've gotten my feelings hurt before too. Where you think you could love somebody through, you know, them not wanting a relationship. Oh, he's just hurt. (laughs) I made that mistake and almost got into a world of trouble because I picked wrong. I ain't picked wrong this time, but I picked wrong last time. I picked wrong in the past. And <laughs> but that was that thing. Oh, he's just heard. He just wants to, I'll just, you know, I'll be there for him. <laughs> and then it's like, uh uh-uh, uh, this ain't for the work because at the end of the day, you gotta remember you you have needs that are met. And it's like, you know what? This man's being exactly who he said he is. So I have the right to make a choice. Now, granted, the fun thing about that story is that. Once he realized I put my energy back, he tried to come around and by then it was too late. I was like, ah, ah, nope. And I'm going to go into that next rule too, as actually fits in the rule number four. Like I always like to share one of my favorite phrases that my father told me when it comes to dating is that. Now, this could this could apply for different genders. But, you know, obviously he was talking to me, but he said, never let a man show you he doesn't want you twice. And I felt that. I said, wow, you're right. I think as a matter of fact, I think it was about him, that that guy, actually. Yeah. So I moved on. I said, you know what? That's pretty that's pretty clear. Never let a man or a person, whoever you're into, you know, never let them show you they don't want you twice. It goes back to the, the rule about persistence. Why be persistent with somebody that's clearly told you they don't see it for you like that? Even if they think you're a lovely person, because a lot of times I've noticed when I'm in, when I'm mediating situations like this, I've noticed that the situation is not necessarily that that person being rejected is a bad person. They're just not a good fit for what they other person is looking for. There may not be a physical attraction or there may not be you know, it may just be different factors, but it's it's not it's not working out the way that other person wants it to. And um, just because someone doesn't want to be with you like that in the way that you want to be with them, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're undesirable. It doesn't mean you're trash. It doesn't mean anything like that. It just simply means the person you had those feelings for did not return them. That's all it means. And that whatever you were looking for, it didn't align or it didn't fit. I think a lot of times we will put our eggs in one basket and then when we realize that's the wrong basket, we just cannot get over it. And it's like, no, take them dang old eggs and put them in somebody else's basket. Or take them eggs and put it in your basket until so you find you a better looking basket or a better fitting basket for those eggs. It's okay. A better quality basket even. Because sometimes we'll have our, our minds and our hearts fixed on somebody who really ain't it when you think about it. They really aren't it. After you get out of the situation and you, and you sit with it and you process it and you're like, dang. That wasn't no no prize. (laughs) Like, what? I must have been hung up on something else. Maybe I was hung up on the intimacy. Maybe I was hung up on the looks. Maybe I was hung up on whatever it was. But in hindsight, I can't believe I was about to go all in on something I was going to crap out at down the line. Sometimes those things are blessings in disguise. And we be so caught up in the situation. That's who I wanted. Now, realizing that's not who you needed. And that's okay. Who you want and who you need ain't always the same person, okay? So, when somebody tell you that they not who you need, <laughs> believe that, okay? I remember one time, and shout out to you because I know you listening. Years ago, and, I, and we still cool to this day. Years ago, someone said, I was attracted to this person. Nothing ever became of it, though. And they said, baby girl, I ain't, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't nothing. They were like, I ain't, I ain't, even, I ain't even the right one. They were like, you cool, and I think you dope, but I'm only going to ruin your life. And I said, you know what? Not only am I going to run from the hills, I'm going to run from the hills at top speed because anybody that honest got to be dangerous. <laughs> I said, uh-uh, no, no, no. We could be cordial, but I will absolutely never pay you attention in that way again. If that's what you're saying, you're going to ruin my life because you know you ain't about worth two nickels to rub together. I said, no, I am cool on that. Thank you for your honesty, though. I do appreciate that. At least that rule was followed, being honest, and having the conversation. But again, what you think you want, Ain't really what you need. And I'm so grateful because, you know, when you get what you need, you realize that all the stuff you wanted even years ago was really nothing. When you think about it, they're good lessons, but they're not necessarily something that you would choose in this frequency now because you know better now. And not to mention, you realize it's somebody that's out here handling your needs in a way that you always desired. Knowing that they, they, they're miles ahead, light years ahead of the people that you thought you was entertaining in the past. It'd be like that. And then the last rule is comparison puts you in the fast lane towards the destination of embarrassment. Let me read it again. Comparison puts you in the fast lane towards the destination of embarrassment. Please don't embarrass yourselves trying to compare yourselves to other people. Don't do it please don't it's a it's a one way i'm telling you it's it's a it's a no out no way out kind of way why why do we have to compare ourselves it gets very petty too let's say you and this person y'all don't work out or whatever that person starts dating someone else in order to feel better now you start comparing yourself to that person oh well I got a better body or I make more money or I got a better car. My hair look better or I got a prettier face. It don't matter because whatever that person sees in that new person, that's what they want now. So there's no need to compare to who you are now to a person that's in the future of a person that you you're not with anymore. If you all serve each other's purpose in each other's lives, why would you feel the need to compare yourself to someone new? Why? Oh, he don't do this better than me. She don't do this better than me. You don't, you want to get embarrassed? Ask somebody that. No self-respecting person, again, no self-respecting person and no respectful person of their relationship is going to tell their ex that they're better than their new person. They're not. They with that new person for a reason. They may try to, you know, give you some cute little, you know, little phrase that maybe, you know, let you down easy or maybe kind of not hurt your feelings. But that's a very easy way to throw yourself out there to be obliterated, honestly. Because, again, it's the ego. Why is there a need to compare yourself to somebody? If you're really that confident in your abilities to pull better, you don't need to compare to whoever they think they found is better. You already better. So just be better. You don't have to be better by leveraging yourself over someone else. You don't have to do that. You don't have to try to pick somebody apart and try to fill in the gaps to be like, oh, I'm better. No, you actually are worse because you got to do it to begin with, child. Anybody that got to do that automatically is lost. Once you start trying to compare yourself to your ex's new chick or your ex's new person, you already put you already a loser. With all due respect, homegirl loves you, but that's loser behavior. And, you know, like I say, I don't judge unless it's two things. Loser behavior, hater behavior, stuff like that. That's haterish loser behavior. Go be a winner and stop worrying about them people. If y'all done, be done. If you hurt, be hurt. But the minute you start putting yourselves in, comp- like, look, I'm telling you, I've seen it happen. It goes from comparison to stalking. It is how ha- I've seen it happen. Not even just with me, I've seen it with other women as well. And I've seen it with men as well, too. I've seen it in situations where it starts from a simple comparison. to so now it's daily page checking. Now it's story watching. Now it's, I've seen in more extreme cases, DM hopping, trying to sabotage the relationship. Or, you know, I, what was the situation? The girl had posted with her, um, her man and the ex hopped in the DM. will reply to the story talking about LOL. Now, you know better. Like, come on now. You already lost. You If you're doing that, you already lost. What you going to tell that woman that's going to make her look at you any differently than how you look in there? You know, went out your way. You're stalking the girl, page. you compare comparing yourself. Or, you know, he he had bought me something similar. I said, you better not respond to that. <laughs> like, you better not. You better leave that girl the message request where she belong. Screenshot it for your receipt. But give that girl a good, nice block. Save your energy. That's problems waiting to happen. Anybody that got to go out that way like that, they need the validation. And it, and it, all it starts with is a simple comparison. And the need to leverage. I'm telling you, if you start doing that to where you have to leverage over people to make yourself feel better, that means you're going to constantly have to put yourself in a pattern to feel like you have to better. Well, let me reword that because I want to make sure this is clear. When you do things like that, you are putting yourself in a pattern to where you always constantly have to tear somebody down in order to feel like you're worth something. You automatically have to devalue others to feel worthy. And if you have to do that, are you really valuable at all? Because at that point, all you're doing is depending on other people to to make yourself seem like you're worth something. You should be worth something regardless of whether anybody is around or not. Regardless of anybody is dating anybody or not. Your value system should be based on your personal values, not based on what you are, based on what someone else is. And I know sometimes it can get tricky because there can be jealousy. There can be envy because of the situation at hand. But the minute you start basing your entire worth as a human in spirit, that's when you, you start putting yourself in a, in a really bad self-esteem trap that's difficult to get out of because you that means you're conditioning yourself to move that way. And I don't want that for none of y'all. I love y'all too much for y'all to go out sad like that. Now, granted, we go out sad in life and that is what it is. But a lot of y'all are getting older I have been around for almost about seven years. We are in the business of growing as spiritual homegirl, okay? We don't have to grow drastically, but there's certain little things that we don't have to do that we might have did last year, five years ago, seven years ago. We don't have to keep doing that. It's okay to do something different, and it's okay to release some of those things that you know are harmful. And comparing yourself to other people is indeed harmful. So those are the rules, Okay. The rule let's go but let's go over one more time attractions have expiration dates know the difference between crushing and stalking be honest about your intentions and speak them out don't try to change anybody's mind and comparison puts you in the fast lane towards the destination of embarrassment okay so don't forget to get my Regret Zero checklist. Click the link in my show notes or go to innerpeaceposse.com forward slash checklist. And I will see y'all on the next episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. This has been your girl, Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And I, I love being here. I do. So I look forward to the next 325 episodes. But remember, boo friend, trust the journey, trust yourself. And whatever you do, do it with love, even when it is following the rules. <laughs> okay? Love y'all. Peace.